Best of Us Investors presents Kerry Griegmeier. Okay, so why do I own Square? Uh, given some thought to that, and it's the only stock that I own that is not a part of the big nine. Uh, I don't own the three China stocks that are in the big nine, and I don't own IBM. I, I own Apple, uh, Microsoft, uh, Amazon, Facebook, and Google. Um, so why do I, then why do I own Square? I like stocks, number one, the, the big five plus Tesla, um, that gather data. I think data is gold. Um, I, I like Tesla because I think they're going to own the data of uh, autonomous automobiles. I think they're going to own the data of electric automobiles. I own Google, uh, Apple, Amazon, because I think they, and, and Microsoft, because I think they own the data of the future. And the premise upon all my investments are companies that are gonna change the way I live. And I think those, I have seven companies, and I include that in that square. Um, because they own data. The second premise is that they're disruptors. They are taking antiquated systems, uh, companies, business models, and disrupting them and pushing technology into them to make them a better place for me to live. And so that's why I invest in them. Square is disrupting the banking system. The banking system was is a product of uh, the elite uh, making money available to other elite, the rich. It's a sophisticated system um, built by the rich for the rich, and they just allow some of the rest of us into their world so that they can make money off of us. And what do I mean by that? Well, the banking systems make roughly... $30 billion a year in late fees. To me, that's a punitive uh, type of action. Come uh, store your money with us and uh, allow us to handle your transactions where we make money. And then if you are late in making a payment, we're going to hit you hard with a fee. We're going to slap you around a bit. Punitive. Uh, also, um, they operate on a basis, prove to us that you're worthy of our support, that you are, you will qualify for a loan. Again, a punitive, an elitist, an arrogant system that I don't think fits in my world in the future. I, I did a video on Square uh, back, I think it was on July the 14th, in which I explained when I went to um, borrow money to build house, the houses I'm building for, um, for baby boomers, uh, they basically said, uh, Carrie, you don't have enough income and, uh, you're too old. 
you're not going to be having any income, and we don't want to lend you any money. Um, and uh, yeah, you could put your house up for sale, but we're not going to give you all that much against your house because we'd have to sell it. And we don't want to bother with that. Now, you can take your money out of Amazon, Google, um, and, and Facebook and deposit it into our account to secure a loan. And we'll pay you, in, but you got to put it in a CD and, and we'll pay you a, a, a half a percent uh, interest on it. I don't think so. I don't think so. I think... I think their days are numbered. I really do. And and so that brings me back to Square. Uh, I first became aware of Square, as I, I told you, I, I, Nita and I used to travel the country selling our Christmas book, The Christmas Web, and, and Square provided me with a little thing I plugged into my phone and I could swipe somebody's credit card and I'd immediately get paid and they charged me a small fee and I thought that was so cool um, and then I have seen it when I go into coffee shops uh, I see their little terminal where all I have to do is put my credit card in and then sign my name and and then I have learned that's their point of sale part of their business point of purchase um, and then I've learned that they also uh, step in and help the the retailer with with um, something comparable to QuickBooks. Uh, and as a result of that, they they have they are a source for those retailers to uh, make loans or to get loans. Um, and again, these are many times small retailers that the banks don't want to mess with. The average bank's loan is somewhere around $100,000. Well, that's way out of the needs of a small coffee shop or a, a florist or something like that. Um, no, the, the, the average loan for Square is somewhere around $7,000. So, And they have their books all right there. So you can contact Square and say, hey, I need $5,000 to make payroll or to move through. And they have the history of your transactions that they've been handling for the last 15 months. And you de basically deal with a bot and they deposit the money in your account. And so they have filled a niche of people really that the banks don't want to deal with because they're too small and and that's not where they want to be but it is a niche through which they're going to come in and displace the banks eventually and particularly as we move to a more towards a digital currency in whatever form that might be uh, whether it's Bitcoin, whether it's some form of blockchain, uh, we are moving in that direction. And therefore, I own Square for that reason. Now, I bought it back, I guess it was in last June, and I'm up 37% in it. And it's it's one of the stocks, as if you've watched my videos, I believe that we are in for a substantial correction and in the stocks that I hold, I have created a channel where I think they're going to come back down to their historic channel in which they trade it. Well, most of them are moving the direction that I, I suspect. 
And after last night's uh, presidential debate, uh, I, I, I'm even more committed to that because all I saw there was chaos, and I saw an hour and a half summation of the condition of our current world. Um, it's in chaos, and I just don't think the overall market has recognized it yet. And um, as the, we move forward, that chaos is just going to get worse. But I think that that Square is going to defy that chaos. Just look at their, and I'm not going to go deep into their numbers. At the end of this video, I'll put a little piece in to show what they've done from uh, first quarter to second quarter. They had a, they've still not made any money, but they showed tremendous growth. And, and I'm a little puzzled by that because, um, you know, a lot of the small retailers are shut down and, but yet they had tremendous growth. And I think it's because of the expansion of their market. Um, their founder, Jack Dorsey, is is really a cool guy. He he is one of the original founders of Twitter. He's a very laid back kind of guy. Um, but he's as as I have said before, I like to invest not only in companies but management and founders. And here's a guy who who doesn't need to be there. Um, he made a lot of money on Twitter. Um, but I think he is one of these people who has recognized a need, an overwhelming need to disrupt the current banking system. And I think he's ahead of the curve and I think he's, he's a winner. So I'm continuing to, as, as I say, they're, they're defying my, my projections, but I, this is a stock that I'm just going to keep dollar cost averaging in. It's the only stock that I own that isn't making a profit, which is kind of against my norm. But that gives you some, some idea of my conviction in, 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 on this stock. Um, something that I just read yesterday that might disrupt Square a bit is that Amazon is introducing a Amazon One. And what Amazon One is, is a terminal in their stores. They have some Amazon Go stores, and I think it's in their Seattle store uh, next Tuesday. They're going to introduce this and test this program where all you'll do is they'll have a terminal um, that you'll place your hand over, and it will read the palms and the veins and everything in your palm, the wrinkles and the lines, and that will be your identity. You won't need your phone. You'll just put your palm down. That is disruptive. I'm trying to figure out how does that disrupt Square? Does that threaten Square? Does that tell me that maybe what Square is doing lines up with a direction that Amazon wants to go. We all know that, that our banking system, that our payment system is, change, is going to change. All we have to do is look towards China and uh, one of the, the big nine, Tencent. And in China, currency is, 
in, in particularly in the major cities, currency is a thing of the past. Um, that they are dealing in a total digital currency where you pay for anything and everything with um, a, a your phone, and and there's actually a complaint many times by foreigners who come to uh, Beijing or to Shanghai and uh, go into a coffee shop and try to buy a a coffee and a and a bagel or something, and they pull out their cash. And the merchant has no way of taking it. Um, in fact, uh, I read one where the merchant was, hey, I can't take it, but here, just go ahead and take the product because you have no way of paying me uh, because they didn't have the 10 cent app on their phone. This is the future. We are behind China on that. I believe that I believe that Square, I believe that Amazon, I believe that Apple, and I believe that Google will be in the mix of taking us to that level of transaction. As that happens, I think the aristocratic system of current banking will become a thing of the past. Um, they are not, I just, I just, uh, switched over, switched my uh, bank account business, or from a personal account to a business account. And I got on the phone and after waiting uh, 30 minutes to get somebody to answer the phone and help me uh, switch the account, after waiting 30 minutes, the young lady said, you have to go into your branch office to do that. Okay, so I went into the branch office and I spent another 30 minutes as he input data on his computer and I just sat there and then he asked, he, he said, I need a copy of your um, articles of incorporation, which again resulted in another trip, which just shows me that this is an antiquated system. They have not updated to where Square is. If I had been a merchant with Square, that none of that would have been required. It would have all happened. I would have talked to a bot and it would have been done. So I own Square. I will continue to own Square. I really like Jack Dorsey, uh, the founder. And uh, let's take a, just a quick look at some of the numbers that support my feeling on Square, and then I'll get back to you. This is what I was referring to relative to uh, Square's chart. You'll see that this is the old trading channel down here, and um, this is where it dipped and created a new trading channel, and it went right through the old and came up here to the new. And then I projected that it was going to make its way back down into the old trading channel. And most of the stocks that I've said this was going to happen are, are following it perfectly. But you can see it hit this lower line and it just kept bouncing off of it. And now it's taken off and gone up here. Um, currently trading um, ab above somewhere around, um, uh, looks like 165.43, and is going to challenge its high of 169.50. Um, and it doesn't look like it's going to come back down. So that's kind of where, where it's at now. Now let's look at the financials. This is something that 
that impressed me. Um, and this is your third quarter 2019 through second quarter 2020. And you can see um, it's showing its total revenues of 1.27 billion here, 1.31, 1.38, showing, you know, just steady growth. And then it just rocketed up almost 50%, the 1.3 to 1.92 in second quarter, um, which is very, very, very impressive. Uh, it, it isn't showing <clears throat> any profit, as you can see here. As you can see here, it lost uh, in second quarter of 2020, 106 million. But the losses really came down to almost 10% of uh, prior quarter at 11.48 million. So that's showing some tremendous growth. And again, I can I, I don't know that I can put a handle on exactly why that happened. I'm sure if I dug into it, I can find it. But this impresses me. This shows me a company that in hard times, when small merchants are closing down, they're growing their base substantially. Um, and, and it's uh, very, very impressive. So that's why um, this is one of the stocks, the only stock that I own that is not showing a profit. Uh, I like Square. I've got, I said, I think I said about 37% profit in it now, and I'm going to still continue to add to my position. I got some emails that are asking me to do some videos on some of the very technical ends of trading. I don't think I will be doing that because I don't think enough people are looking for that specific information. So I'm making an effort to... Um, answer your questions on a more direct basis. And one of the ways I'm doing that is like tomorrow at um, one o'clock, I'm going to have a live stream here on YouTube and uh, that will be on Thursday. And I guess that's that'll probably be today at one o'clock. I'm gonna do a live stream and um, I'm gonna answer your questions. If you want to ask the questions, go to the Discord. If you don't know about the Discord, you go to bestofusinvestors.com and you sign up, you give me your email address and your name. I will then include you on my morning mail mailing where um, I tell you what I'm looking at, what I'm considering, how I feel the market is going to react. And in there, you'll also find a link to our Discord, which I call our village, where our tribe meets and has discussions. And that's where you can enter your questions. I'm going to be doing this question and answer thing uh, on live stream probably every other Thursday. And um, I believe this video will come out on Thursday. So it will be um, today and then two weeks from now. So you'll be a part of that. The other thing I'm working on that I'm very excited about is these small subjects that you, you want some answers on. We're going to create a um, Best of Us Investors University. It'll probably be hosted on our website. My, and what I want to do there is put together some 
very specific videos that teach you things, teach you the difference between a Roth IRA and a traditional IRA, teach you information about um, where gaps are, how do you recognize gaps in trading, how to put in stop loss orders, whether they be a percentage or a price, and how do you, what a trailing stop loss is. And, and so subjects that are, are, are more minute and, and focused. And I'm also then going to be asking the tribe members who want to teach some of these things that they have good, strong information on to, um, to we'll, we'll figure out how we're going to do that. So that's something that is coming. And it's all part of my effort not to so much provide you with clickbait and, and, um, the information that you can get on your own. It's it's like I I, I watched a, a video someone else was doing on Square, and all they were showing was um, profit and loss statements that you can look at on your own. And you now maybe you don't know how to read them, but that's not something I should be doing in YouTube. That's something that I should be doing in the university. So if you want to be a part of our tribe and and growing, we're approaching fifty five thousand. Um, go to bestofusinvestors.com. Give us your name, your email address, and um, give me a like, um, subscribe, and let's grow this community together. Tune in tomorrow for the next episode.